The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Hey, everybody's... Phil, that's a heck of a way to start the show. Is your <laughs> good morning. Who's calling you? Uh, I think I'm texting with Dr. Parsons right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're good. It's all good now. Got Phil's boutique doctor. Yeah. He's everybody's boutique doctor. Yeah. Well, no, he might. I wish he was. Yeah. I wish he was. Yeah, he's a good man. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a there's a doctor who just retired at age 90 who sounds a lot like Dr. Parsons. You're talking uh, about uh, Dr. Hendricks, Mary Hendricks' husband. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well, wow. in Wake Forest. Yeah. He uh, he sounds like quite a man. He's he's a very old fashioned. Person. Yeah. He, he's a he's well. A, he stuck with Wake Forest. I mean, he went to went to school there. <laughs> he said he he. His uh, claim to fame is he beat uh, beat Arnold Palmer in golf when oh Palmer they were, was they a were student. students there mm-hmm. oh, yeah. wow. at the time. So how about that's great. That? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was her husband. Well, yep. he sounds like a fine man. He's a great guy. Wow. Speaking of Wake Forest, they Wake Forest and Franklinton got a got slammed with rain yesterday. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, uh, the- Franklin County got a lot. Too. Yeah, uh, one of the tobacco the farmers in Franklinton. I I talked with Linwood, the guy that does our works for the gas company and is a friend of ours. He called me from up there. Uh, he's working on the barn, some gas at the barn, and he's like, "This guy right here got five inches of rain." Yeah, a little yeah. while somewhere ago. around Franklinton, they had six yeah. inches. We we got uh, five, predicted. and um, it came down so fast that it's washed our road out, and we live on a gravel road, and so we're going to have to have repairs. Does uh, Mike have a backhoe? Or? No, um, he and I have been moving a lot of dirt ourselves anyway. Wow, <laughs> putting wow. in some train work and and all. But um, good gracious, no, I'm sorry no. about that. Yeah, wow. it's it that's was what you get for living out in the sticks, Pam. Well, it's worth it. <laughs> living out in the holler there in the Hurricanes. <laughs> in the Hurricanes, you're right. <laughs> Pam Beck and Phil Campbell, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, who I am talking to uh, when I'm not talking to myself. But uh, no, I don't do that. I don't know. I know people people who do, but I don't do that. Well, it's one somebody, thing I don't do. Get somebody okay. to agree with you that way. No, please. I would I would not agree with myself most of the time. <laughs> that's that's the problem. I'd argue with myself. I'll argue with anybody. So well, good radio man. Yeah, well. Yeah, old Bart Rittner, he 
he would he would literally argue with anybody. He'd take the opposite side no matter what. Just just to do it, right? Yeah, just just showbiz. <laughs> showbiz. I used to tell Hap Hansen, Hap, this is showbiz. He said, You bring so? <laughs> yeah, that's what you're in. You're a showman. All right. Uh 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And you're listening to the Weekend Gardener. Okay, we got all of that out. Now we got that established. And uh so so Pam has got road problems, but uh, you could. Uh, is there anything you could do greenery wise to help that erosion? Well, that's what we're looking at as a neighborhood right now. There's a um, we're going to have to redirect some some water. Water is going to go the the route it's going to go. It's going to go downhill no matter what. So this and, is a privately owned road, yeah, as it's opposed a privately, to a state owned road. Right. It's a it's oh, a single man. lane gravel road, and um, all the neighbors we're we're getting together on this. We Good. we do this about. Once every couple of years or so, we yeah. we all chip in and have somebody with a grader come out and work on it. But um, we need some need some fix on it right now. But in our own private gardens, this rain has been a godsend. Everything is up and perk and pretty. And this morning, walking out the front door, it just felt so good. Yeah. It really yeah. did. Yeah. Didn't yeah. haven't you seen a difference in in everything? <laughs> Well, there is, and it's it's really nice because this time of the year when it's so hot, I, ha- I have a tendency to feel a little bit down and out when the plants don't look well and right. and they're not thriving. And, and so to be able to see those plants mm-hmm. have a drink of water and know that the animals and the birds yeah, have, have all got it. water yeah. again right. is, is very good yeah for me speaking of good rufus is on the line he is being chauffeured to lexington <laughs> for a book signing and brother rufus uh, doesn't like this weather either it, what did you call it the black it's not the black plague what is it uh, rufus that you suffer from this time of year do we have rufus yeah put him put him on <laughs> put him on the air jason <laughs> hey uh, rufus is this, uh, is this the award-winning Hall of Famer Mike Whaley. Well, I uh, that's what they say. That's that's what some say, some don't. I'll say I because I was there. You were, you were. I remember you being there, whether it was a dream or not. You were there. Well, it wasn't a dream. No, no, the steak the steak was good enough. It definitely went to chest pie. wasn't wasn't fake. So yeah, it was real. Oh yeah. Well, I hear you got here Phil a while ago a little bit. Is Pam there? Pam's sitting right here. She said she had uh, sort of a road washout, and and they're gonna have to get tobacco out. Oh my! Yeah, it's had a lot of rain up up north, up toward Franklin County, and uh, I I don't we didn't get get as much, but we got some. It, yeah. I, it certainly rained a heck of a lot more than was predicted. Yes, it did. Yes, it, I had no idea. <laughs> Especially that was in coming. the morning. Yeah, yeah. I think it caught everybody by surprise, but that's mother nature. So uh, are you having a safe trip? You having a safe trip to Lexington? Big John and I, here's, here's the Big John. Hey, Mr. Rayleigh. Big John, <laughs> keep it between the ditches now. <laughs> hey, Big oh, John. Yeah. He's in good hands with Big John. I'm sure he <laughs> is, buddy. And so y'all going to go down. Are you going to sign the book too, John? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to play a few tunes. Well, you can, you can initial it. Well, this is a great one. I, I give him all the privileges and honors, you know. So uh, I just uh, I'm a tag along, actually. He is but the he, great one. 
He's the great one, and uh, he just he probably hates to see me in the month when I send him all these bills. But that's okay. We still love him anyway. That, that's all right. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd charge him. I don't think I'd charge him a, a dime. I charge him weekly. Very oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is Sweet Cheryl doing all right? Yeah, she's doing good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. She's up in Charlotte with her mom. That's the reason I got Rufus. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, y'all, uh, y'all have a good time today, and and uh, with Mr. Timberlake down there, and uh, I hope lots and lots of people will come out. You will uh, be at a very special place. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Bob Timberlake's. Yeah. Well, nice talking to you, Mike Rayleigh. You're the best. And tell Phil I'm ready for that Tahoe anytime she wants. Yeah, to I was going to say. If well, you, I mean, if you'd she, let me she's know. got a price for you. Yeah, if you let me know you were going to go up there, I would have uh, let you driven that and tried it out. Well, well, I mean, I'm riding in this old broke down '69 Volkswagen. I'm doing all '69 Volkswagen. Baby. Now I had a '67 <laughs> Volkswagen. I know Rufus Edmonston ain't riding in a '69 <laughs> Volkswagen <laughs> with those manifold heaters. Not Wait. unless it's a bus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> flowers on the oh side. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, I don't got, think you so. Go, you go sell that, and you can and you can buy my Tahoe. I was a hippie. Rufus was never a hippie. <laughs> yeah, he was. Don't let anybody fool you. All right, he was a hippie at heart. Yeah. Okay, guys, you have a great show. We got you cranked up. All right, All right. bud. I'll turn you back over to the great one. All right. All right. A great one. I was just thinking uh, we might need in in the future to. Re- to require initiates a uh, a chitlin tattoo, how would that be? Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> One thing: if we ever have any women in there, uh, Bill Campbell. Now I don't know whether Pam, with her delicacies or not, could handle that, but she is a Georgia girl. She's not as delicate as you think, <laughs> Rufus. I admit to having had chitlins, darling. Of course, she has. <laughs> they were a oh, staple my. at family gatherings. <laughs> Not my mama. <laughs> <laughs> she went a little higher on the yeah, hog. Yeah, she huh? did. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let me tell you where we're going today. All right. You know, yep. we're headed to the Bob Timberlake Gallery, where uh, he's invited Big John and me to come up. And I'm going to try to sell a few books for the, the super kid. And he tells me that he's got uh, everything in that beautiful store on 20% off to all the people our listeners, come down and say hello oh, wow. and buy a book, then you can help the super kids go to college. Uh, it, it, it's pretty easy reading, and uh, if you're a good person, we'll sell you one for $20, and if you've got money, we'll sell you one for 30 <laughs> That's the way to do it, and I'd say it's about fourth grade level reading. Would you say so? <laughs> oh, we can handle it. That's about that's what about what level it is. And by the way, Phil, I've got uh, the beautiful uh, cone flowers. Uh, one of them grouped over because they're so tall and so beautiful. Right. So when Big John and I get back today, we're going to plant some cone flowers. And the what? What did you tell me it was? The Watauga what? Penstemon? Oh yeah, Watauga Penstemon. A lady brought me some of those from the road ditch up there, and. Uh, she brought me six of those in a little container, and so that's what that is. Yep, came from the road ditch in Watauga County. John ain't gonna plant any flowers. <laughs> he's gonna—he's a ditch jockey. He's gonna talk them into the ground <laughs> or play <Yeah>. some tunes. <laughs> Rufus. Well, we're gonna have, we're gonna have fun today. 
and we'll we'll keep the we'll keep the phone on here. And if you want some expert advice on on how to to run a good beach music program, we'll, we'll there you go. God, there you go. Play some uh, silly little girl while you're driving down there, Big John. By the dam. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Y'all be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't don't get in any trouble, Rufus. Neither one of you. Oh well, thank you. Be, I, I, be nice. I, if I can't, by the time I'm 82 years old, <laughs> and I have a lost soul. And don't eat too much Lexington barbecue. We're going. We're going to find some barbecue. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> And I love all barbecue, by the way. It's your <laughs> obligation. The only kind I don't like is that stuff they, they call barbecue from, from Texas. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. Don't make the Texas uh-uh. people. We got Texas Easy. people up here. They're probably <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're in trouble with barbecue again. Well, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all wake up and go to sleep. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you, th- thank you, great one. You there? Yeah, we're here. I said, Rufus, don't eat those swine before it's time. That's right. <laughs> I realize that. I realize that. Well, John, you, you you take good care of the great one now. We got him. All right, now. We got you cranked up. All right. Y'all Bye, see- guys. See ya. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <clears throat> Yeah, they uh, they're. De- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they are. You know, I'd love to be in the back seat on that road trip. I bet there are more funny stories being shared. There are. I've I've yeah. been on several road trips with Rufus, and and uh, I can remember one where uh, uh, Senator Burr called. I mean, he was he was constantly getting calls. This was four years ago, I think, five years before the pandemic, and uh, Senator Burr called. For some advice on something. Wow, wow, so, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was very interesting. Mm. I tried not to listen, but <laughs> it was it was hard not to. There's nothing classified there. All right, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. So uh, we've established that the rain was welcome. Yes. Of course, a lot of it got washed into the to the drains, right? But you know, things look pretty lush right now, including the weeds, which I don't mind. Yeah, Catherine took. I wish it, wish the uh, viewers, uh, listeners could view this. Uh, she took a picture across the garden this morning, and that's just, that was the sun coming up. Is that early, her garden? Early, early. Um, it's actually right beside her house, but uh, Bob takes care of it. That's beautiful. It he is beautiful. That. It's, it's a it's a beautiful garden, and it's yeah. beautiful sun well, coming up a, over the. She's rain. a preacher. She's a reverend, yeah. so she that was that was divine there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it's beautiful. Yeah. It's gorgeous. All right, and uh, Pam, I bet your garden is just gorgeous right now. Oh, I, it's I've so been f- following pictures on Facebook, and you had a uh, hornworm. Yes, we did, and I finally learned the difference between the tobacco hornworm and the tomato hornworm is the color of that little spine at their rump that looks like a tail. Mm -hmm. The tobacco hornworms is orange, and the tomato hornworms is black. So even Uh, though it was eating a nightshade and it was about four inches long under a leaf, 
um, it ate up my um, one of my eggplant plants. You know, I went out there and it was just sticks and I, that one leaf left, and I uh-huh. flipped it over, and there's that booger sitting there. But um, beautiful, beautiful, and they turn into the hawk moths or the sphinx moths, the uh-huh. things that look like slow hummingbirds at dusk. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I try not to destroy them. My mother-in-law would smash any any caterpillar she saw. She'd pinch it right between her fingers. But I try to leave them because I know that they are bird food and they do have their place as a pollinator. So what we do is just plant lots, and and that way the birds get some of. It's like our blueberry bushes. We right. don't we don't put netting over them. You no. know, years ago I asked Denny Werner, who lives just down the street from Phil Campbell what he did to protect his his berries from birds and he said i plant them enough there's enough there for me and that's them too that's a way to you do know? it well that's yeah. what that's a good outlook on same life. thing with the figs yes um i brought some figs in this morning and they're ripe about two weeks early but uh the birds were the ones that alerted me to the fact that the figs were getting ripe because they were starting to eat the ones Come up top yeah okay and then i went over there and started to investigate because it was i knew it was too early or thought it was too early for figs and um and and they're starting to get ready i mean they're they're beautiful yeah they and delicious and so there's enough up top for the birds where i can't reach them and then i'll get the ones we'll all get the ones around the bottom below now what kind of figs are you selling right now at at campbell road because we had some celeste and some brown turkey i'm not sure what we have right now Um, I'm not sure you ask about the Black Mission. Right. I'll check on that because that tree is doing wonderful. So you're I've selling them right crops. off of your trees. No, no. No, we're selling the fig trees. Fig trees. Oh, I yeah. thought you were selling the figs. No. <laughs> you don't sell the figs. <laughs> Just give those away, huh? <laughs> yeah. Pick all the figs. Go pick them. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough for everybody. Good. Uh, my my friend from Nashville, uh, Lewis Musser, is on the line. Okay. He lives in Rocky Mountain now. How's everything, Lewis? Hey, good to talk to you again. Talking about figs, we had a fig tree in the yard down at Surf City, North Carolina. Yeah. Right on the waterway there, and a big fig tree in the yard. And, of course, my mother would make the most delicious fig oh. preserves mm-hmm. figs, yeah. and it was just, like, delicious. And I guess those trees are all over from the coast all into inland, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're very resilient. They Even if they get, uh, I know years ago in Nashville, you know, 30 years ago, they would be killed back to the ground uh, if we had a rough winter, but the root system was fine, and mm-hmm. they would come back. Yep. So. She would do a variation of what we call, we call it Strawberry fig preserve. Oh, wow. Strawberries with the fig. Mm. Ooh, that sounds food. nice. Yeah. Mm. That's well, good. Thanks yeah. for admonishing that guy for eating uh, possibly some Lexington barbecue. I mean, you got to go to Doug Saul's to get the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I was in, uh, let's see, I, sometime recent, recently in the last few months, I, I had a sandwich at Doug Saul's, but most recently I went to Parker's, and I hadn't been to Parker's in a long time. And that's, yeah, you're talking about Parker's and Wilson. Yeah. yeah. The holy grail of eating. It is. Uh, now, I spent more time as a youngster at Bob Melton's, but Bob Melton's hadn't been around since uh, the 90s. and Yeah, since. Floyd took it out. Sure did. But, yeah, Bob Melton was the king of uh, 
Eastern barbecue eating and bootlegging popularized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all the folks that liked liquor went to his uh, mourned and went went to his funeral. I understand that was a big funeral. <laughs> yeah, and even when the, the the river would rise, people would go over there in boats to get it. Yeah, uh, even that's then. right. Let's the go. liquor and the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you know, Dennis Rogers, who was the aficionado of all time yeah. and wrote about barbecue called it the holy grub but he designated doug Sauls as his favorite oh wow well that's, that's good wow. well it's yeah. been around a long Great. time and it's uh it's still good barbecue i just wanted to ask you too uh quickly did you happen to catch the uh, documentary about jimmy v on espn yes yes wasn't that wonderful yeah, any any anything about Jim Falfano's good. Yes, it is. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad to like be able to remember him 30 years after his death, and and uh, his wonderful family, and and all mm-hmm. that they went through uh, after his death, and keeping his name alive, and and keeping cancer research at the forefront. Absolutely, and and I was so thrilled to meet and and get to know Jamie. Um, as well, and of course, he's getting a real film catalog now. The one I worked on called "Never Give Up: The Jimmy V Story" was shot in the '90s, and now this documentary is coming out. And there's a rollout in Hollywood of a feature that's going to have Ray Romano playing Jimmy. That's what I hear. Up. And you know, the more I think about it, the the more I, I can see Romano in that role. Yeah, good casting. I think it's great choice. Jamie was the one that told me about that, and I thought. Boy, if I could get in another V film, I was—I've been in one, and Pam was overseeing that in Wilmington, and the Valvanos will be involved with the production of this movie too because they want everything to be so authentic and true to form. Yeah. But I don't think there's been one family in America that has contributed so much in terms of the American psyche than than the Valvanos yeah. have in terms of just. Absolute uh, positivity and life affirmation, not to mention his sports career. I mean, what a great man. So yeah. anyway, I, just, I wanted to just see if you had seen that because I hope to get a DVD of it and just pop popcorn and watch it over. Absolutely. Over <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. Lewis, I always, y'all. yeah, always great talking to you, buddy. You okay. take care now, take care. and thanks thanks for everything. Everybody in Nashville says hey. All right, buddy. Thank Hello. you. Hey. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, uh, 919-860-9783. I've mentioned before, for uh, a couple of years, I produced uh, the Jim Valvano show when he was doing his show at WPTF, and he was a handful. He (laughs) would, uh, you you could not shut him up, and and there were breaks, uh, commercial breaks all over the place. And he would, first thing he'd do is come in there and jump in his uh, warm-up suit and, and buy some potato chips or something, and he'd, He'd smack and and crunch the whole show, <laughs> and he was uh, it was just a it was really a joy it was really a joy to uh, to get to know him and luckily I was he was uh, he won the national championship or his team did uh, when during that time so I've got uh, signatures on the couple uh, couple of covers of uh, Sports Illustrated with uh, Jimmy V's signature on it so I'm very proud of those gave some away too. Uh, <clears throat> More of the weekend bar- uh, gardener. Com- yes, yeah, the weekend gardener. I can say it after 38 years. Weekend gardener. I should have it down pat. Coming up here on WPTF.
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF. Rufus, by the way, is heading to Lexington, North Carolina, to uh, the Bob Timberlake uh, Furniture Complex there, that uh, beautiful complex that he has, uh, all the furniture and all of his his, uh, painting. It's a gallery, and he's signing books there today. So if you're in the Lexington area, which is we have we have listeners up that way, uh, south of Winston Salem, and uh, you go by and, and meet Brother Rufus and uh, get a copy of that wonderful book that he wrote. That's Rufus. That certainly is Rufus. It part of him. He he could uh, he could write another really thick book on things that uh, have happened and. Uh, there's some interesting stories that he could share, I think. He may be waiting for everybody to uh, pass on to the great, great beyond before no, he, he said, he said before he's going to have it published when he die after he dies. Okay, well, that's, that's a good way to – that's a good way. Nobody can bother me now. It's a tell-all that he wouldn't have to account for. Believe me, he could, he could – t- oh, he could tell it all. So – got that, some things if – uh, when we get time, well, go ahead. Let's do it. That's the way to bring it up. All just right, interrupt then. me and and okay. tell me to shut I'm up. Sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. no. I'm glad. I'm I glad just want to do it before everybody starts calling. Yeah. Um, our annuals are on sale. We've we've got everything for ten dollars a flat, and I mean Ooh. some of those are new crop is a uh, are new crops of uh, they're not overgrown. Some uh, lantanas and some uh, sun patients and things like that. So. Be sure to come out. They're a dollar a pot or $10 a flat, which is a steal. Uh, we've got our herb zone sale for 25 a flat or $2 a piece, and we grew a lot of our own herbs uh, this late, uh, I guess, midsummer, and it was they have really done well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got our peonies on sale, uh, including the uh, yellow peony, Bartzilla, uh, for $15 a piece. <gasps> So that's that's a real steal right there. That's worth the drive. Right, right. <laughs> that's worth the um, drive, and of yeah. course, tropicals. If you need to spruce something up between now and and fall, and get ready for uh, for your Labor Day picnics and things like that, that'll be coming up uh, down the road. We've got tropicals for five and ten bucks. Um, and then one thing, uh, we it's a little. I guess with all the rain, it would be okay to put. Uh, put some shrubs in but we don't encourage planting shrubs this time of year but we do have a a really good deal on some three to four foot uh three gallon green uh giant arborvitaes mm. uh they're 25 dollars, so that's a really still they're they're beautiful if you need a screen and then we can talk about some other things we've talked about figs and we do have figs blackberries and uh blueberries uh, still there and then uh, a new crop of perennial Proven, I mean, of uh, proven winter shrubs that we grew out, and they're just gorgeous. So, uh, and we're always, we have, I finally learned after all these years that uh, it has been, a, and it's been a really good learning process for me to not have too many of one perennial at one time and just keep new crops of those coming in. So, what we'll do is I'll just bring in like one plug tray, which gives us five to six flats. And as soon as we get down to maybe one flat or a flat and a half, we'll start another start another crop of that. And so yeah. it stays fresh. And then I've said this before, Dan, uh, my fair 
fairground Dan um, is what I call him because uh, we have two Dans working there. So Dan, uh, that does the flower gardens at the fairground, is is just has just been uh, really a godsend to us to keep our perennials looking great. Yeah, yeah he's, they uh, he's good. Look awesome. Yeah, just look at the uh, the flower show area. He's in charge right, of that. And... Right. He started to put his flowers in now. Mm. So um for the fair so he's uh he's doing good and and we're we're happy to have him on board yeah Yeah. i know you are yep all right uh dallas is in fuquay varina hey dallas how are you hey folks how are y'all all righty um quick question and uh i you know i i I guess i could look stuff up i'm a little bit old school i like to talk to people about well yeah that's what we're what we're for we're old school Everybody goes to Google right away, and they don't talk to you. Yeah, and it, 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 you're not right. necessarily going to get the right answer. No, you know, and then they take it like final authority. But anyway, I've got a question about some cantaloupe. I've never had this happen in my life. I had eight cantaloupe vines. They were in a couple of different 20-gallon pots. I mean, big pots. They were in good dirt. I grew them last year and got tons of cantaloupe in the same pot. I had eight vines with flowers all over them. I finally pulled them up last week. Not one cantaloupe. They hmm. never set fruit. I mean, they were the prettiest vines I've ever seen. What caused that? Dallas, um, here's the hard thing. Uh, they can flower all they want, but if you don't have pollinators, now have you well, seen... I mean, there's bees all in our yard. Okay, all right, all right. good, good. So you do, you do see bumbles in there? Bumblebees, I see even, uh, we even have a few honeybees, believe it or not, around here. Okay, good. Our clover going back here. Good. Um, now, so the I other thing, I mean, are, now. are you irrigating them? Yeah, they said, I mean, I've grown cantaloupes all my life. The vines were yeah. lush green. Yep. The flowers were every six inches all the way to the end of the line. Wow. Hmm. Never saw one cantaloupe. Wow. So I finally pulled them all up. What do you I, think, at Phil? At this point, they're not going to start setting fruit in the middle of July, I don't think. What kind of cantaloupe was it? You know, I, I, that I couldn't tell you exactly because I had a pack of seeds that I'd had for a while, and I just planted them. Mm-hmm. They actually came up fairly quickly, and everything seemed normal. So, I mean, I just never got to that point where they the vines looked that good and the, and the flowers were that pretty. And I also noticed that I grew cucumbers right in amongst them too just like i've always done and they got about a fourth of what i normally get this year Hmm. it sounds did you see the bees own your own those blossoms you know i never did see them on there yeah have you still i thought about it have you still got your cucumbers no they're done i pulled okay okay wow they you know how they start getting real ugly and Right, right, right. They yeah. start getting kind of cruddy. So, yeah. um, well, you know, I would have said the same thing. Some way I can manually pollinate them, maybe. Yes, yeah, you could yeah. Um, you Probably can. What I should have done should have called you guys about a month. <laughs> well, yeah, and Clap used to talk about uh, taking wish. a Q-tip and and uh, moving it around inside the well. Here's what I don't flower and moving it from flower to flower. Separate. I've got a whole separate little area in my yard where I grow another one not even close mm-hmm. and it's got it's one vine down there with two nice cantaloupes on it 
Yeah. So well, there just, could just be bees in that area more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. I mean, a hundred feet away, it, it seems like they'd be everywhere. Well, you need to you need to grow some Ridgeway uh, cantaloupes. They're they're supposed to be the best. Are they? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I don't uh, remember what these were. I don't remember what the name of them. That's was. a good old North Carolina variety. Little. Okay. Are they the big ones or are they? They're, they're pretty small. big. Okay. Yeah. That's an old right. old variety, y'all. I guess next year I'll I'll watch them and I'll I'll pay. You know, I let them go too far without paying attention. I was like, you know what? There ain't no fruit on here. Yeah, because I kept it, saying, "Look at these pretty vines. Look at these flowers." Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish fine. I don't have a cantaloupe. I wish you had called a little bit earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. You could take a Q-tip, or you could take a uh, an artist paintbrush. You know, one of those longer yeah, ones. Uh, reach down in there, and, and can you tell it's the tedious, difference? But you you know the difference between the male and the female flowers? No. Okay. Well, yeah. The, the, <laughs> well, um, there's there's some guides that'll show you, but but you have if, to. If you have delicate ears, don't listen. You know, <laughs> there's some guides um, that'll help you. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to suggest is is remember to to hit the males first, and then you know hit okay. all the females. Yeah. But try to get Spread both types of flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you all take right. the brush and just go around the vine, you'll probably get it. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, folks. Y'all have a good day. You too. Okay. And you can come up with a good story for your neighbors to tell them what you're actually doing there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you're you're working for the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> you're dusting for prints, <laughs> looking for That's see right. if bees have been there. there you go. <laughs> All righty, I'll be good. Well, All thank right. you, Dallas. Thank you. Appreciate you calling Bye. us. That was uh, either Fuquay from Dallas or Dallas from Fuquay. I'm not sure. <laughs> But uh, thank you. 919-860-9783. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. It's 846. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And lo and behold, Rufus is back with us uh, here for a moment, heading to the Bob Timberlake Gallery in Lexington for a book signing. Brother Rufus? Right. Well, I, I'm going to stay on for a while. I can't, I can't stand it. I hear all this talking. <laughs> Let me go back to Cantaloupe. Uh, yeah. Now, I know that the Ridgeway... It's associated with our great band director, and it, it's a wonderful, wonderful cantaloupe. But I've had supreme luck with Burpee Ambrosia Hybrid. Mm-hmm. Ambrosia is a good one. Yeah, it is. And I, I've uh, and I've, I've I've never had one to not flower and not set. Now, I don't do it right now because I don't have enough room. But I, I guess it's like uh, I've got one tomato plant, Pam and Phil. That has not set yet, and I think it's got something to do with the pot being a little bit in the shade. And I'm sure that our caller, my friend, had these cantaloupes uh, in the sun. You you can't get anything to set blooms and do anything unless they got sun. Right. That's right. Yeah, he said he had plenty of blooms. He just never set fruit. You were talking about uh, Craig Woolard of the the Embers, lead singer for the Embers, who oh, likes Ridgeway. Yeah, yeah, the likes uh, Ridgeway uh, up there in Littleton. They have a festival and everything, but that's a good cantaloupe, too. 
well, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't want to knock down the, the Ridgeway, but the, I've had the best luck with a Burpee Ambrosia yeah. hybrid from seed, of course, from the Burpee Company. Well, I hope that that Dallas will write that down and and try that again next year and and make sure that he's got plenty of sun sunlight. That is uh, so important for just about everything that we grow in the, especially for vegetables and herbs. Mm-hmm. What else is on your mind? What did you get a bunch of rain at your place? Certainly did, and uh, I I love it because I've, I've got to plant the wonderful cone flowers and the other things that Phil and I had a nice lunch with the family yesterday and it's always good to see the whole Campbell family uh, her son David is the mayor of course of that, that of that unincorporated area that's true that's true <laughs> and he calls he calls me governor which is the closest I ever came to being governor <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're you're the ambassador. You're the governor. You're the um, commodore. All kinds of things. You have yeah, all the I titles. That, I don't know about that commodore. <laughs> Do it water? <laughs> I don't. You got all of that. Well, I've seen you uh, driving a boat. So yeah, yeah. I've, so I guess you qualify for that log. too. Yeah, the log messed up my friend Steve Galuby's boat. Yeah, <laughs> but I. I, I'm not. I don't want to even remember that. Just, yeah. Well, you looked happy. You looked in charge. Had a cigar in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I'm gonna hang on with y'all a little while here and see who calls. All right. We got uh, we got about eight minutes before uh, the top of the hour. Uh, you got uh, some interesting thing things blooming. I was at uh, Tom Campbell's earlier this week. I, I brought him a uh, Craig LaHoulier uh, book on uh, the you know, the tomato book and yeah. um epic tomatoes and we had a long talk and yeah. uh his garden looks beautiful and he's he's got uh some things out there blooming that you gave him that are just magnificent well i, I have a uh from the garden party which tom was unable to make this year i have the boxwood and i think i said last week on the show that in in that same pot the voodoo plant that appeared right and I think Pam, did you you describe what that voodoo plant is? It it doesn't bloom, but it's a strange looking thing. Are you talking about an amorphophallus? Well, if that's what it is, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a, a a long stalk about two and a half feet tall, mm-hmm. uh, at least maybe like a, an elephant plant, but has this checkered, almost snake like looking uh into it and then i then i want to give a report on the ruthless tomato please uh see now i i just harvested yesterday and for people that think a tomato has to be red uh it's going to be a disappointment <laughs> now I, what, what, I picked it because it had cracked uh it comes along with a, a pink, greenish color, uh, about the size of a, a tennis ball, and you, you slice it open and you think, oh my gosh, it is it is pink inside with red stripes. And then, of course, comes the next question, 
no matter how, how, how it looks like, what does it taste like? It was incredible. A beautiful, beautiful taste. And I'm just wondering if anybody else has harvested from Gerald Adams' uh, Rufus tomato anything in what their appraisal is. Well, I, I would call it an unusual-looking tomato, which doesn't, doesn't look like a tomato <clears> supposed <throat> to look, but it has a supreme taste. Well, good. we sent you a, a photo of what we thought was Rufus's, uh, the Rufus tomato, and it was red. Maybe we got, maybe we picked the wrong one. But Melissa well, said that was the that was the Rufus tomato. So we've got some controversy here. Yeah, that the one you're talking about. I mean, it could be one he bred with it, but uh, the one you're talking about sounds like a pink Berkeley tie dye, something like that. It, it, it's very much akin to that, Phil. Yeah, I thought that sounds it, like it. Very much akin to the pink Berkeley tie dye, but it, but it, it. Gerald said it was a different, a different tomato. Yeah, but the taste is wonderful. Well, good. That's what's important. Well, we've still got the what we think is the Rufus tomato sitting on our counter, and uh, it looks really good. It's 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 um, it's pristine. It really is. I, it may be the only pristine we, we one we get out of it, but uh, Melissa hasn't cut it open yet. Well, you know, Craig Craig Julia said he was going to try to make a make a Rufus. And it'll have probably have big knobs on it and big cracks. In it. <laughs> <laughs> it'll have warts on it, huh? Bug eyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what he comes up with. He has developed so many tomatoes and so many uh, made a lot of people well, happy. It's like it. a, a Cherokee purple. They're not the most beautiful tomato in the world, but are they good? Yeah. Right. Well, it's uh, yeah. Growing tomatoes is is a tough job i i got a gentleman sent me a photo of his rufus tomato and he was it it, it appears blossom in rot mm. oh no as um that's what that's what gerald i sent gerald the the photo of it and it appears to be blossom in rot in rot now his is is orangey red but it's uh it's all messed up uh, so I don't know. It looked like he had plenty of sun, but he was not growing these in pots. So that may have been one reason. Uh, but Gerald Gerald says it's hard to tell, but he he thinks blossom end rot. I, I didn't know it was a if it was a blight on it, but it looks uh, it looks pretty bad. Well, uh, Mike, have, have you and Melissa cut the Rufus tomato open yet? Or is it no, it's open? sitting there uh, just just like uh, it's sitting in the same place. I sent you uh, the photo of it. It's still sitting right. there and Melissa's been eyeing it but she, she's she been busy and hadn't had a chance to sit down and eat a eat a tomato sandwich yet. But um, we think we think that's the, the right plant. I don't know if she labeled them or not but at any rate. Well, as long as it tastes good. Yeah. All right, we got uh, we got to take a break for news, and uh, you going to hold on? We're going to listen to the news, yeah. All right, that's fine. Brother Rufus sitting in the limousine with Big John driving. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener.